Welcome to this week's C10 Conversation. I am Matt Folks. Thank you so much for listening. Please take a second to hit the subscribe button if you haven't done that already. And to be a good friend or a good family member, please share this with your family and friends. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that one of our original goals was to have CEO of the Major Leagues founder and Kansas City Royals general manager Dayton Moore on from time to time. Really, we thought it would be a chance for you as a listener to the podcast produced by Dayton's Foundation to get to know him and the foundation a little better. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know also that it's been a while since Dayton has joined us. So this week, you're in for a treat. With the end of the school year a few weeks ago, meaning nine of our C-10 students graduated, and being in the middle of the Major League Baseball season, we felt this would be a good time to get Dayton with us. Last week, he and I recorded this conversation while standing in the middle of a large baseball and softball field at the Jewish Community Center while watching three fields packed with about 130 boys and girls learning baseball skills and, frankly, just enjoying one another at our annual baseball camp. By the way, if you haven't seen the field at the J and you're in the Overland Park area, you need to check it out sometime. It's really cool to see. Well, during the next 20 minutes or so, you'll get a chance to hear those boys and girls having a good time in the background on a gorgeous, and I will warn you, very windy day in Kansas City. Dayton and I chat about the Royals, our C-10 mentoring leadership program, and much more. But we start off talking about the genesis of this camp. This is our seventh year where we have uh, been a part of, of this camp. Uh, it um, was put on our heart, really, uh, back in um, you know, 2014. You may recall in, in April of that year, there was a tragic event that occurred here at the Jewish Community Center where uh, an individual opened up fire in a group of people, uh, gunfire. Um, three people lost their lives that day. Uh, Dr. William Corporan, his grandson, Reet Underwood, and then uh, at Village Shalom, uh, a nearby facility, uh, Terry Lomano was gunned down. And so um, we simply came alongside the Jewish Community Center uh, as a foundation of how we could help bring some healing. And they asked us if we'd be willing to run a baseball camp. And of course, that's right up our alley. That's, that's some of the things that we do. We are able to uh, get our entire front office involved, and so, I, so as I mentioned, this has been our seventh year running this camp. Our entire front office takes part in this. Uh, the sport development group uh, out of the Urban Youth Academy comes alongside of us, and uh, we have just a great time, and, and to partner with the J is, is a lot of fun for us. All the, the proceeds from the camp benefit uh, the Jewish Community Center, and so we're really proud to be a part of it. You mentioned the front office being out here, and it's it's cool to see JJ and Scott Sharp and, and, and all the Matt Morosco, all these guys working with the kids. What does it mean this time of the year to be able to get these guys out here and, and just, I'll say, relax for a few hours a day? Well, it's always been our strong desire, our spirit, if you will, to grow the game of baseball and softball in our community. And we've always felt a special obligation to do that. All those individuals that you mentioned played this game, they've coached this game, they've scouted, um, so they understand the grassroots nature of, of our game and uh, the importance of, of giving back uh, uh, to the youth because obviously they are our future and we have a great heart for that next generation. And so uh, we're using our gifts. Uh, that is 
baseball, our expertise, uh, our passion, our love for the game, and we're just trying to uh, share it with uh, the uh, the young people in our community. Honestly, we get probably more out of it than they do. It takes us back to our youth and uh, is a healthy reminder of uh, why we fell in love with this game. I would be remiss if we didn't mention, uh, especially with a lot of supporters that, that listen to this, and they're involved with us being able to scholarship kids at the Urban Youth Academy for three weeks of camp down there. And that's it, it's been cool to see that. It's two weeks of baseball for different ages and then a week of softball, which is happening this week. What does that mean to you to be able to scholarship those kids and let them play for free? Well, it's important because uh, those campers, those participants, would not get an opportunity to attend any type of baseball or softball camp without the generous support uh, of our donors, uh, our staff. And, uh, you know, th- those, uh, those funds uh, go for, you know, staffing, food, rental facility, equipment, you know, things that are really, really important, T-shirts, hats. Uh, if we need to come alongside of a, a player and, and provide them a, a baseball glove and, or, or shoes, I mean, those are things that all go into that. So uh, it's really important. And um, to be able to play on a first-class field, a great facility like the Urban Youth Academy, bring kids together from different races and different backgrounds and, and you know, through the, the game of baseball and softball, which I don't believe there's a better platform in the world to help grow leaders. A helper for at least an hour or so a day has been your son, Robert. And a lot of people, uh, they've seen the column that Vahe wrote a couple weeks ago. They've seen different pieces on Robert as as he's played this past season at, at Arkansas. They obviously had a disappointing loss. As a father and as, as somebody who has dealt with disappointments on the Major League side, how, how did you help him? get through that loss well when, when those circumstances take place when the game doesn't go the way you expected the season doesn't go the way you expected either individually or collectively as a team i mean those are the great opportunities that we have as, as parents and and leaders uh, to help talk through those lessons and uh you know what we would do differently and but most importantly just listen and be an encourager you know, we learn so much more, as we all know, from our setbacks and our failures and our disappointments than we do from our successes. So I, honestly, as much as it hurts, uh, I've learned to cherish those um, you know, down times and know that it's an opportunity for our growth. It's simply an opportunity for us to learn and grow closer together. And so I, I look at those types of situations as just tremendous opportunities for us. And uh, it's, uh, it's huge, really. As a father, as a, someone with a, with a coaching and scouting background, if things continue the way they are, he's probably going to get drafted. As you watch him, is it, is it easy to keep the father hat on as, or you get the scout hat on occasionally and say, here, Robert, here's uh, something to work on? It's mostly the scout hat and the coaching hat, I must say, but because uh, I've just been trained to watch baseball games uh, in, in that manner. Um, I really don't give him anything unless he asks. It's fun, I mean, because we, we both share a love for the game. We want to talk about the game, and we want to get better. We want to we want to grow in the game, and so it's all it's all it's all very healthy. But again. I know the end game with this, it's a very short window to do something you love to do, to play a sport at any level. And, and that's why I have so much respect for kids that, that play this game 
whether it be at the the youth level, you know, 8 to 12, 13 to 15, 16 to 18, uh, the college level, the minor league level, certainly the major league level, because it takes a tremendous amount of commitment and repetition and, and love to, to be successful in this game. And uh, these kids have worked extremely hard, no matter what level. Because just because you run fast or jump high or stronger than everybody else doesn't mean you're going to be successful in the game of baseball. Baseball requires the development of a lot of skill. And to do that, it takes a lot of time and preparation. And, and as, as we talked before, managing you know some of the failures and the setbacks that are required. So it's just such a great opportunity to, to grow kids uh, in a leadership role and help just shape and mold them to be the boys and the, the adolescents and the, and the men that ultimately you want them to be. Hey, it's Matt Folks. We hope you're enjoying this conversation with Dayton Moore. I wanted to pause for a second to recognize our printing partner, Precision Printing in Lenexa, Kansas. Whether it's our newsletter, our printed appeals, yearbooks for our C10 seniors, or banners for Crown Town Whiffle, Brian, Matt, and the family at Precision Printing do great work with a quick turnaround. Frankly, they always go above and beyond what we expect. So if you're in the Kansas City area and need a printer, call Precision Printing at 913-663-3330. That's 913-663-3330. Or visit them online at precisionprintkc.com. As we get back to this week's conversation, we transition to the Royals. And I asked Dayton what he's thought about this season so far. It's been frustrating, truthfully, only because we haven't been able to keep our entire team on the field. And it's very rare that the off-season moves that you make have all kind of worked out pretty good. Michael A. Taylor's been what we expected him to be. He's been terrific in center field. Andrew Benatendi has been excellent. He's been, you know, one of our most consistent offensive players. Defensively, he's played great as well. Uh, Carlos Santana has been everything we expected. Mikey Miner's been really, really good, a stabilizer in that rotation. Greg Holland has picked up right where he left off last year. Um, and, and so, you know, all those moves have pretty much worked out thus far. We just haven't been able to stay healthy. I mean, and, and we've had some poor performance thus far of Hunter Dozier and, and Jorge Soler. They haven't performed the way we expected, the way they expected. I certainly believe that, you know, there's a lot better days ahead of them, you know, as we go deep into the summer and into the fall. So I'm excited about that. But, you know, it's it's been a, a little frustrating, just most because of the the health of the team, you know. But every organiz- every team's going through a lot of this, yeah. and uh, there's no excuses, uh, but it's just... It's just hard to overcome when you have major injuries to uh, you know some of the players that you're expecting and counting on the most. The main three young pitchers we've seen throughout this year with, with Singer and Coar and Lynch. And how, how long does it take typically? I mean, there there are exceptions to the to the rule, but how long does it take really for a young pitcher to come up and develop, get his pitches, learn the, learn the hitters a little bit better, and pitch at this level? Well, Bubich is in that uh, category as well, right? And so, but it, it, it takes time. I mean, you're not going to break into the major leagues as a top rotation starter. You're going to have to learn to execute pitches, especially on those days when you don't have your good stuff, which is probably at least almost, you know, maybe half the time. You, you really don't have your, your A stuff. And so you've got to be able to make pitches and, 
And um, of course, hitters are always making adjustments, and you're always trying to make adjustments back. But it's uh, it's a it's a process, that's for sure. But uh, and that's why you need guys that um, are are very mentally strong, and uh, they're they're highly committed uh, to get better. So as you've watched those four, no. No real concern then from a mental standpoint and, and bounce back ability. I always have concerns. I mean, I, I really do. There's there's not one formula that works for the development of players. And yeah, you rely on the experience of what you've seen in the past, but uh, there's no guarantee you're going to have success in the major leagues until you get up here and you start competing and making the adjustments, getting a, a feel and a rhythm for the lifestyle uh, the, the, the demands, the high expectations, and that major league hitter is a completely different animal than a minor league hitter or a college hitter. There's a reason they're at the major league level. They're best of the best. That's right. That's right. Hey, this is Matt Folks. I hope you're enjoying this week's conversation. We're going to take a quick break as we introduce you to one of the students in the C10 Mentoring and Leadership Program. Hi, my name is Milena. I am a senior at Lincoln College Prep. This is my second year with C10. My favorite part about C10 is the community service projects. I was given the opportunity to create and organize a clothing drive for teens in need at the Avenue Youth House. It was my favorite thing because I was able to give back to the community. Thank you so much for helping to make that possible. That's this week's C10 Student Spotlight. Now back to the podcast. People, as, as they listen to this at the beginning, they can hear you talking about the C10 Mentoring Leadership Program. We, we have a student spotlight that, that runs in the middle of this. And my, as I'm thinking through this interview, it probably just ran as we get set for this part of the discussion. But, you know, we, we've, I say we've kind of wrapped up our third year. We're doing some things with our students and mentors during the summer. But we had our biggest graduating class, nine seniors this past year. Half of them have been with us for since day one, the other half has been with us for, for two years now. How much fun has it been for you just to see their growth? And you had an opportunity, obviously, to spend a lot of time with them this past year during COVID, and, and we did some small groups. But how rewarding has it been for you just to see the way they've progressed over these last two or three years? I think it's rewarding not only for me, but you know for all of us, really. I mean, uh, the hard work that you do, the mentors, uh, put in uh, certainly the the students that that remain committed and enjoy the company of of their fellow students. I mean that's that's what is most enjoyable to see the the students uh, interacting with one another, especially this past year with mm-hmm. with COVID when they didn't have a lot of face to face time. And and um, you know we we uh, we did our best to stay healthy and safe and and what have you. But you know we were a little lenient at times too. I mean they you know. Major League Baseball probably wouldn't appreciate, you know, having, you know, uh, eight to nine kids at our house and and uh, feeding them and 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 talking through life. But um, you know, it's all worth it. it and uh, but they they crave that. You know, when we asked our students, do you want to do uh, everything on Zoom or do you want to meet and spend time together? Every single one of them wanted to spend time together. And so, to me, it's just so important. You know, for the mental health, just uh, the proper perspective. And, you know, we wore masks and and did the best we could to stay socially distant at times. But you can't help but, you know, uh, get face-to-face and, and you know, 
embrace and share a hug now and then and uh, it's all part of it but it's it's really neat and uh, so proud of all of our students and uh, really excited for the future it's i will say this it's it's uh, you know every once in a while you kind of have a breakthrough in life and uh, you know that's what you want to do this is what i want to do oh without a doubt and, and in fact immediate was out here yesterday and one of them I've known for years and he said do you miss writing and those things I said no because once you start making a difference for others and you start seeing particularly our high school students and and I mean they've they've really grown to think of C10 as a second family they love each other and just they have just a lot of joy when they're together when you can be a part of that and see that as you've seen since your George Mason days it's it's so awesome to, to be a part of that. It is. And that, that's what it's about. And, you know, I've always felt to, you know, if you're feeling down, uh, do something for somebody else. The, the best way to stay healthy in this world is to continue to serve and pour into others. And, and uh, you know, that's what we're fortunate to be able to do. And, and really because of, you know, the great support of, of many of our donors and, uh, you know, the, the time that you put in and others and, and just, uh, you know, our heart to, to do everything we can to help. I'll never forget, Dayton, August 2018, you and I were sitting at the Urban Youth Academy. Everybody had left. It was our very first night with, with C10. Students and mentors had left, and, and you said, you know what? This might be the most impactful thing we do as an organization. And, and I've heard you say that since then as well to others. And, and without a doubt, as we watch these students grow, and now we've been able to, again, because of our, our donors, being able to help them along their their college journey with scholarships it's pretty cool yeah i think so and sometimes you just get that feeling but um that it's going to be important and and it's going to be impactful and it's certainly been the case but you know the the one thing that we've learned through all this if you just come alongside of of young people and believe in them give them hope um, help them navigate through some of their challenges uh, don't don't lift all the burden for them. You know, don't save them from the potholes, so to speak. We just we just want to make sure they don't land in the ditch, right, and get stuck. So um, we just trying to help them navigate through things. College is a major major expense and a financial burden on on the majority of families in this country. And and it's not that we're lifting all the burden, but you know we're helping them with helping them with scholarships, obtain scholarships. Um, whether it be uh, through our partner schools that you know we're so proud of that relationship so there's just a lot of different ways that, that we can help and and I think more than anything else we've we've shown these students that um, there is literally solutions for most things and there's no need to panic there's no need to have anxiety about it uh, you get people together who are committed to helping committed for solutions and we'll find a way there's no need to panic through things all right, then finally, Dave, we will get a leadership question in here. We, we talked about this last May. I think we might have had it on the webinar in the summer. But as we come out of COVID now, uh, from a leadership standpoint, what have, what have you learned over these last 12, 14, 15 months? I would say the importance of relationships, um, being able to, you know, be with others, not take friendships for granted. When we come together, uh, we can get through most things, and, and we've we've gotten through this. And it's been harder on others. Um, you know, fortunately, um, you know, we didn't lose any close family members. I mean, there's people that we know 
that lost their life to COVID. And, uh, you know, our heart goes out to their families and, and uh, how that's changed generations and affected people's lives. But at the end of the day, it just puts a lot of things in perspective. It reminds us of the importance of, of relationships, friendships, togetherness, all the things that, you know, we want seen in our families, in our, in our community, in our country. Perfect, Dayton. Great way to end this. And then we appreciate everything. Okay, thanks, Matt. Well, that does it for this episode of the C10 Mentoring and Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we hope that you'll leave a favorable review on your favorite podcast platform. If you didn't enjoy it or you have other comments or suggestions for potential guests, you can click on the comment link in the show's notes. We drop a new episode at the end of every week, but be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an interview. And if you or your company would like to help underwrite this podcast, let me know. Until next time, this is Matt Folks for the CU and Major Leagues Foundation saying be safe and take care.